Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross, and this episode is titled Fear of Failure, the fear of failure. What's this got to do with money, you ask? Everything, uh, everything, because how you how you do one thing is how you do everything, including how you do money, and money is a reflection of ourselves, because you can only grow your income to the extent that you grow yourself, and to grow yourself means you've got to manage this thing called fear. Manage it because at the end of the day, you can't eliminate it. So you have to be able to manage it. And uh, I think it holds everyone back from being able to grow, being able to earn more, being able to invest, being able to spend, being able to uh, skill up. There's just so many things um, that that harnessing or managing the fear of failure will allow you to do and achieve when it comes to wealth. And I talk about this in my new book, which I haven't spoken about on the podcast yet. My new book, Money Buys Happiness. Okay, now... Obviously, uh, if you want to get that book, go to go to moneybuyshappinessbook.com. Okay, if you want to grab the book, it's uh, it's yeah, it's really popular. Um, and I go through the five steps to millions method, which is a framework that I follow to to build wealth. So, I talk about this in the book. I talk about I talk about a lot of personal development stuff in that book because in my first book, Money Grows on Trees, it was rather practical. I think I used a lot of um you know, growing trees and gardening metaphors as a way for you to learn about money and investing, which I think is effective. And this particular book is longer, but it delves a bit deeper into the mindset and mentorship and all these subjective things about money. Even when I talk about multiplying money and managing money and and these things, it does talk practically about it, but it is, it's a framework. And 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 fear of failure is is something that pops up when when and in throughout the book, I talk about um, developing skills, what I call profit skills, and profit skills are skills that you develop that enable you to become a more valuable asset yourself that allows you to then go and make money. And making money is just critical to wealth building, obviously, because without it, without the ability to make money, you're not going to have enough money to invest um, at scale, enough to be able to be completely free or super wealthy or anything like that. So you have to, at some point, build skills, and when to do that, you have to be able to harness and manage fear, and you have to be able to set goals that scare you, uh, and you have to set yourself up for failure, basically. Like, the only way to become good at something is to fail. It's just the way it is, right? And I think too many people are fearful of it. In fact, I was talking to a friend this morning. She's got a, a side business, and she said to me, she asked me a question. She said, Lloyd and Alicia, uh, my wife, she said, I... If I was going to set bigger goals, aren't you afraid that you're going to fail? And what's fascinating about that situation for her is that she's not really, she, she's kind of, she's she's skimming along the bottom at the moment because she's just doing the same smaller goals like so consistently that that it's not stretching her. So she's not growing because she's fearful of what if I set a bigger goal and I don't, and I fail it? Well, you know, what, what do you do with that was the question. And what I do with it is this. If that's the case and fear is already holding you back, 
then you are already failing, which means you are already experiencing the one thing you're already afraid of. You're already there, basically, is what that means. So your greatest fear is already being experienced right now. So this is what it feels like. So if you're if you can't set bigger, loftier goals that scare you and move and stretch yourself towards it because of the fear of failure, well, I've got to tell you that the thing that you fear the most is already happening right now. So this is what it feels like. This is what it looks like. And failure, it, it it's not as like dramatic as what people think. It's just a, medi- a level of mediocrity. That's it. It's just most people live at, at failure every day. It's just it's a daily thing. It doesn't feel like that because they're not seeing a big drop but they're already experiencing it, right? And and that's that's what failure actually looks like. It's a failure to try. That's that 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 uh, that people experience the most. So it's a it's a common thing. Like you know, ha- having fears is flipping common. Like it it I am f- afraid of lots of stuff, and everyone is. I don't think there's anyone there. You, they might seem fearless, but that they've learned to adopt strategies to overcome fear that's what they've done it's just a managed they've managed their mind i've done all sorts of stuff that scared the crap out of me like i remember bungee jumping off the the third highest bungee in the world the nevis was just the most fear generating thing i've ever done it was just like like you could smell the fear in me for a week before we did it but it was like how do i manage my mindset to a to to go through that and it was a a mental battle I, i can't even begin to tell you the mental battle it was but it was a battle but I ended up negotiating my way to the ledge and jumped off. Just just the way it happened. Because I thought to myself, well, if I can't manage my fear like this, then how can I coach and teach others to do the same thing or inspire them to do the same thing? And that's one element of it. Jumping out of planes, bungee jumping, speaking in front of crowds of 5,000 people numerous times, public speaking, fear of heights. Um, I've done two boxing fights, um, done 100-kilometer ultra. I've done bodybuilding competitions on stage in front of hundreds of people, like posing down. Like I've done all these things that... Effectively, they um, they expose you, right? So I've done a lot of things that expose me. This is me, like just trans transparent. Like I'm afraid, and you can see it, smell it. You can you know when people are afraid, right? So I've not avoided things that scare me. I've lent into the things that scare me because I know it's good for me, and it's painful, but but it, it's what grows you. Okay, so if, when you're going through things, I call. I learned this from Steve Farber once at a Lisa Nichols conference like seven years ago. He said, what you want to do is set up moments in your life of what he calls, oh shit moments. <laughs> so you got a moment you're like, oh shit, how did I get here, right? Whether you're in a boxing fight or you're on the ledge of a big Nevis bungee or jumping out of a plane or you're about to walk on stage in front of five or 6,000 people to deliver a one-hour keynote. Like that, they're, they're elements and moments of absolute fear. Um, you know, life and death fear. That's what it feels like. And so I'll, the reason I'm telling you this is because it's not about avoiding fear. It's about being able to be in a moment where you've experienced it. You go, okay, I've been here before. I know these feelings. And I know that action is the only thing that's going to stop this. It's the cure for fear. Action is the cure for fear. But here's what I do. I'll give you a strategy on how I get over the fear of failure and what I do in terms of goal setting and so forth. If you're st- If you're frozen because you can't set lofty goals because you've got this fear of you're going to fail them, fail against the goals. Here's something I'll give you that I use. And this is how I do it, right? So here's what I do. When I approach something new or when I approach something that's going to grow me, whatever it might be, I actually approach it with failure. So what I mean by that is I actually go to it and I go to fail on purpose. 
Does that make sense? Like I, I move into something to fail. I don't move into it to succeed. And that's the difference between how I approach things and how others approach things. They go into it to be good at it and succeed at it. I go into it to suck at it and fail at it. That's what I do. Like when I was learning public speaking, I went to do more of it to be crap at it. Like I was just like, I'm going to go and suck at this. and It's just going to be fun to suck. That's it. That's all I care about. Because I give myself the grace of being a human being. And I give myself the grace that I'm not supposed to be good at things I haven't done before. And I'm not supposed to hit all my goals. I'm supposed to fail at them. Because if you haven't failed at them, you know, they're not big enough. Um, so I guess that's that's my big piece of advice for you is don't approach things to succeed. Approach them to fail. And I do that with business as well, even with this podcast, right? So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go suck at this podcast. And when I first started the first episodes, if you go back and listen to them, the sound is dreadful. I'm, and I'm not even saying the sound right now is the best, but I learned some stuff as I did it. But it, it didn't turn it, – it was just – you know, it wasn't the best. It was just, I just went at it, right? And and that's what you can do too. You can, please go and approach things to be bad at it. Like don't approach things to be good. Because if you do that, you've got high expectations, you drop them and then you beat yourself up and it doesn't work. But if you go in with really low expectations, like what I do, then you can only be happy at the end of it. You're like, you know what? I went into suck and I was a bit better than what I thought. And that that's a better mindset to take into things Um you know, when you're, when you're approaching new things to build skills or set goals and grow yourself. Um, but here's the other thing I was talking to this lady about this morning. I said, I said, you know what? Well, if you're already setting small goals and failing, then why not just stretch yourself and set big goals and fail at those? Because failing at bigger goals will grow you a lot faster than failing at smaller goals. So go and fail. Keep failing. Go for it. Right? What what do you got to lose? Mate, you're failing anyway. Just go. So set a bigger goal, fail even fail bigger, and you'll grow more. So rather than fail small, fail big. So I'll just say fail big, fail big, fail big. I mean, uh it's important to set some of your goals so you get wins because winning is a habit and you must have some wins. But there are elements and moments where you if you're gonna set a small goal, you may, especially when it comes to business activity, actually doing things in your business. You may as well set lofty ones if you're already failing because what's the difference? There is nothing to lose. But I do know that if you fail at a, at a higher at a higher goal, your base rate at failing will be higher than your highest achievement at your smaller goals, basically. It's like an old saying is like, if you aim for the stars and hit the moon, it's better than aiming for the trees and hitting the ground, basically is what that means. So aim for the stars, hit the moon, aim for the trees and hit the ground so you decide which which approach you're going to take when it comes to 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 setting goals and the reason why this is important when it comes to money is because if you are gripped in fear then you won't approach uh you won't approach to develop you won't start developing profit skills which means you won't be able to become a more valuable asset and you won't have the ability to make money so you won't be able to have the ability to sell to market to promote yourself you won't have the ability to do public speaking. You won't have the ability to network. You won't have the ability to... You don't have... There's none of these things happen. And unfortunately, when it comes to wealth and making money I'm talking about, right? Not multiplying money or managing it, but actually making it. It requires you to fail and go and do things. And I think the biggest lesson in wealth is the ability to make money is just so important. Like it is. Like if you're on 50 grand a year or 60 grand a year, okay? Yes, you can put in two or $300 a week into an index fund and scale it up and you can be wealthy. You can. There's no doubt about it, you can. Obviously, it takes a flipping long time. 
because you have to wait for the throes of compound interest to come and pick up your small amounts of money. So once you've set that up, and I talk about this in my book, once you've set that up and you manage your money well, and you've got your, you know, your index, you know, whatever it is you're setting up, you've got done. You're like, well, I'm set up. Now I've just got to be patient and wait for 30 years, which is fine. You can, right? But I know that most people want to be wealthier earlier for all the things that wealth brings at an earlier age, which is flexibility, time freedom, world travel, contribution, impact, you know, fulfillment, purpose, all these amazing things, right? So I know people want that earlier. And the only way to do that is to go and generate profit skills and make money. Because once you make an extra 60000 a year, all of a sudden you can put that into your investments and it will accelerate and scale your investments a lot faster. You'll get to millionairehood in 10 years instead of 30, right? It just, it, it, you can approach financial independence a lot quicker, obviously. So that's why the fear of failure is an important topic to discuss when it comes to money and investing because it does prevent people doing a lot of stuff. You know, that's the main, it, it's the one thing that prevents people doing stuff. That's why people are frozen. And um, they are often frozen because they don't set lofty enough goals. So um, a friend of mine, Dan Marshall, he was talking about different types of goals we were talking about on our goal setting workshop. And I'll bring an episode, I might even interview him actually and bring an episode about this because he talked about ABC goals, really effective. And I think it could be good for everybody when it comes to stretching themselves uh, with goals. So um, look, I hope you've enjoyed that episode of Fear of Failure. Um, Please fail bigger and don't be afraid to fail. Approach things to fail. I think that's going to help you so much if you approach things just to mess it up. You know, I say to people in our team all the time, I say, hey, let's go make a mess. It just It's so funny when I say that. It's almost like it disarms them. It just, it's, you can see it through the messenger if we're in a chat thread together. And I say, hey, let's go make a mess this week. And it's almost like oh, a sigh of relief. Like, oh, really? We can be messy? We can be not perfect? Yes. It's how wealth is built. My goodness. You know, that's how entrepreneurship works. It's how you break things that matters. You have to learn how to break stuff. And uh, I'm not doing a whole episode on that, but breaking things and being messy, that's the way to go. So approach it to fail, set loftier failure goals and fail at the loftier ones instead of the smaller ones and you'll succeed a lot better, right? So don't let fear grip you and you will become wealthy. So uh, if you're enjoying the episode, uh, feel free to leave us a review or share this onto your Instagram stories, tag me. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Again, if you wanna go grab my new book, Money Buys Happiness, go to moneybuyshappinessbook.com. Uh, I'm sure you really love that. There's a lot of cool bonuses throughout that um, funnel as well. If you go through, they've got my Money Monthly Club, which is awesome. We talk about stocks, 20 bucks a month. It's cool. We've got, um, got my new mentoring program that I'll talk about on some other episodes, which I'm really excited about that people are jumping into. It's just Five Steps to Millions Mentorship. It's really exciting. I'm pumped about that this year. And uh, yeah, there's, there's just some awesome stuff you'll learn from that book. So go grab it, read it. Let me know what you think of it. Shoot me a DM on Instagram anytime you want. And um, thanks again for listening to this podcast. Money grows on trees. Off we go, 2022, big year. And uh, see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 